This is a HeadGum Original. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What if I told you I was in love with the chipmunk And the guy who goes by Josh the Pinch If I were you, liquid nice, be my lover Shrew will meet me under the covers And teach me rule 69 at a rate I need help with these feelings In need of some advice you can say Guess I'll email if I will you show Gmail today Amazing. Hurrah. Do you know what that was? No. Uh, it was like a Ramblin' Man theme song, though. And I. That was set to the tune of, quote, my favorite song from a few episodes ago, Kodachrome by Paul Simon. Oh, interesting. Very interesting. I do love So if I do it sounded familiar, that's why. Yeah. It, good. Uh, it didn't to me. Big Man Billy here from England. Amir mentioned a while ago that Kodachrome by Paul Simon is his favorite song, so I put together this little ditty. Nothing to plug. I just hope my neighbors didn't hear me recording this. <laughs> nice. That was pretty good, yeah. Billy. Why are you... Don't be shy. Right. Well, maybe the neighbors should hear the finished version, but like recording it does probably seem a little weird because you know, you're just yelling into a microphone while you're hearing the music, so... I thought he was like playing and singing at the same time. Maybe I'm wrong though. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how he recorded. Billy, let us know. I'd love to see the behind the music style yeah. doc. You want to see how the sausage was made? <laughs> Grabbing his thigh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's not on, the only Billy. sausage I'm talking about. <laughs> Lighten up, pal. Cheers from England is all. Um, <laughs> Let's go, thanks- hammers. <laughs> this is Thanksgiving week, but there's no Thanksgiving in England. You know why? Why? Because they because, uh, didn't have the uh, the first meal with the Native Americans. That's that right. Thanksgiving the pilgrims didn't have the, the meal with the Indians and the turkeys there. They yeah. actually fled England. Right. So it's actually a day of mourning over there. They lost their, like, 100 best pilgrims. Thanksgiving is a big old fuck you. It's a second fucking 4th of July to those Brits. That's right. Every it's American a- holiday is essentially flipping off the queen. Because it's like, we did our own shit over <laughs> Over here, <laughs> uh, not necessarily. We actually much. destroyed the Native <laughs> Americans' culture over here. That was <laughs> yeah. Us. So don't take yes. credit for that. So does that mean the Pilgrims had British accents? Uh, I don't know, Governor. You tell me. 
That's really cool. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> My impression of a pilgrim, mate. Bro. That's really good. Yeah. yeah. So, like, for the first hundred years, Americans should have had British accents, really. Yeah, but also, what was a British accent hundreds of years ago? I bet it Maybe was... Maybe it was, it was kind of like a Boston accent back then. Oh, that's cool. So, like, people in England just talked like Americans, and yeah. then they became British after the Americans left. Yeah. Right. Or maybe everyone that talks like an American left. That's why they're like, we got to get out of here. Everyone is here like, hey, oh, how do you do? How do you do? Like, we got to fucking We should leave. be fucking historians. I feel like we have theories that we could go to bat and try to prove if we could be, if we had access to like books accents. on tapes. That yeah. access, access to accents of books on tape that the historians are obviously hoarding to themselves. Yeah. The problem is you can't really describe an accent and there wasn't any like audio before like 19 whatever, 04 or some shit. Mm-hmm. That like fucking Mozart shit. This is me at my defending my dissertation. <laughs> D- defending the fact that you didn't make a dissertation. <laughs> the best we can anyway. do is this letter that a pilgrim wrote that said people here talk funny and we just can only assume what that means. <laughs> yeah. It must have been so sucks, sucks to be on the fucking Mayflower. It's cold. The food is not great. So much so that you look forward to eating a turkey. And then when you land, everyone talks different. Like, (laughs) what do you have to be thankful for if that's your life? You know what I mean? I don't know, man. How'd you get to there from, like, did pilgrims have accents? (laughs) I feel like... You I just love like pumpkin pie. What's your favorite side? <laughs> well, Do you mean, have put marshmallows on sweet potato casserole? Yeah, they, Build I mean, your favorite Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving plate. White the, meat gotta go. You know what I mean? Right. The food is not right <laughs> on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Cranberry sauce is nos. As yeah. in, like, I don't need that tart sort of sour gummy on my dry ass tummy. <laughs> So I would rather eat a what ham. Do you mean it is nos in terms like like you said it is nos, which then you said means that you don't need it on yeah. your gums or I didn't tummy. Think you would, um, yeah, I didn't think you would. You said cranberry nitpick. sauce is nos. <laughs> yeah, like meaning not. I. <laughs> yeah. That's not the and meaning then, of nos. No. Yeah. yeah. For whatever reason, I felt like I could meander my way through that sentence. You, Stick the land. Yeah. Well, you could have said cranberry sauce makes me nauseous. <laughs> and don't forget the nosh. <laughs> cranberry sauce is not much of a nosh. That's, that's kind good. of like, yeah, yeah, that's another one. You did a goat show episode for the greatest, was it Thanksgiving side or Thanksgiving food of all time? I guess we did side. I think we, I think we did do side. And what I don't even remember what we said because I, I think we just went in on Thanksgiving not being that good, as a holiday or as a food holiday, as a as a food holiday, as a just holiday. I think it's, I think it's fine. It's yeah, still it's not no Christmas perfect. for you. Yeah, yeah. I like Thanksgiving more than Christmas. One because Jews get to celebrate, so it's like a fully American thing. Yeah. And two, there there's no religious implication whatsoever. It's literally just a big meal and then football on in the background, which is how I like to spend my Thursdays anyway. Interesting. Yeah, I guess that that is nice. But to me, Thanksgiving it's so it's so much about the meal and the yeah. prep 
and the cleaning. It's it's a lot of job to be had. Christmas yep. is nice because it's like so much of the work is done pre-Christmas. And then the day is just like open presents and chill, you know? But what I don't like about Christmas is that it comes sort of towards the end of this holiday season where I feel like I'm holidayed out. Like various days have come and gone. The weather is now much, much colder. It's like Thanksgiving sort of kicks mm. it off. So I'm not quite yeah. sick of my family yet. I suppose, yeah, that that's fair. That makes sense. By Christmas time, I'm excited for Christmas to be over. And then it's like still another week for New Year's. They should really, Christmas should be December 30th or something. There's no need to have like a December 28th. What's going on on the 28th of December? I, well, Let alone the I like 29th. I like, I like that people just give you kind of, I mean, not everyone, not everyone gets that. That's just something that we used to always get at like College Humor because we followed a, a school schedule. It's like school's yeah. not in session, so you guys don't really have to come into work from uh, Christmas. Like basically we get off on like the, the 20th until the 4th. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, you're saying other people have real jobs or something? Yeah, I think other people get like the 24th Damn. off. And then go yeah. back to work on the twenty sixth, and then yeah. they get the. But first that's my off. mom's birthday. <laughs> yeah, I can't so, work like, on that day. And then on we, the twenty ninth, are they working? Or yeah, we have an amazing schedule because we carried that college humor schedule over to Headgum, so we just that's cool. you know yeah don't have. And we're also sort of on the holiday schedule, so like at a certain point, like at the town shuts down on Halloween and opens up after president's day. Like no one That's is right. reading your script in November. No one's reading February. our script kind of regardless. I would yeah, say because of who we are and what we've right. done. Yeah, yeah. We're cool. Yeah. Like a lot of people have are have heat in this business. Yeah. We, we emanate cool energy. We're cold. Right. We're ice we cold. A, actually. Yeah. We're a, a black hole, a black yeah. cold. <laughs> That's funny. Um, all right. So we asked people, <clears throat> Fuck. Uh, you said through. No, I'm okay. I'm just. I thought that. Would, I thought there would be more than this at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Almost forty. Yeah. Um. Let's do our fucking podcast. This is. Um. Yeah. I can't believe I'm saying this for over 500 times. This is if I were you. Yeah. Uh, the only advice radio show that has people literally can't prevent you, us right? from recording. Right. Because like if we this is the one thing they can't take away from us because we could just do it. I could press a button and oh my god, Mm -hmm. are you kidding me? I just got an email from Fox that says don't record your podcast. They passed. That's tacky. They They passed passed on my pod on the Zoom. They're not even paying for it in the Zoom. They said that they would have to talk about it. Yeah, and that was ultimately not a fit. Who cares? Like I just got one from fucking Adult Swim. I really just got an email from Adult Swim that said what they're they? also passing on the podcast. I didn't even not even to them. Not even like punting? Not even just no, saying like they don't even want us to rewrite it. No. That's all. <laughs> they wow. ultimately made a decision and their decision is to not go forward with the project. Not moving but they, forward. And they didn't they didn't give a reason or did no, they say? No, no reason and they didn't even do the polite like but they loved the guys. They right. didn't even they didn't even love the guys. Love the guys, but this is the wrong time. Mm-hmm. But we have something similar. Yeah, they don't have anything but similar. No, is the just, fucked up part. A pass, a hard yeah. pass. <laughs> yes. Closing the door. It's a hard pass, and it's hard to hear. Yeah. It's hard to hear it. Uh, but yeah, this is If I Were You, the only advice pod on the web. Hosted by us. They can't take that away from us, even though Correct. they're trying. Uh, we asked for lightning round questions. We're recording this on Thanksgiving during the dinner. There's a full meal happening right behind us, and we're ignoring I'll, our family. I'm go- I'll help clean in a moment, aunt. <laughs> 
do you, are your Thanksgiving dinners trending earlier and earlier to the point where it's like this is let's just call it a lunch. It's two fifteen. You invited. Yeah, us we're going. We're meeting at three at three yeah. tomorrow. But it's always been around three or four. It's oh. always been on the earlier side for my family. I feel like I've gone from like five ish dinners to four ish to three, and it's like okay, literally one more minute. We're calling this a lunch. Let's just yeah. call it what it is. It's a lunch. I don't know it's what to lunch. tell you. It is a lunch. It is a lunch. It's a lunch into dinner. But then are you there till like seven thirty, eight, nine p.m. Yeah, usually I'll be I'll be there till like eight or nine for sure, at least at least with the Lions game on the tube and a pie in my thigh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Jill's like family pie. Jill's family eats all day. Like they they cook a lot. There's like a there's appetizers. There's dinner. There's dessert. There's coffee. Yeah. There's like it's it's there's always something happening. My family was like show up at one. All the food is out at two wow. all the wow. food is gone at 3 30 yeah there's dessert that was out <laughs> during dinner and you can pick at that but it's like and it's still everyone's yeah people are going home four or five which i yeah. kind of dig that's kind of yeah. nice you know <laughs> you get your day back and then you get your black friday specials on this the is, following day i think maybe that's my other problem with thanksgiving is like it's a day for extended family and friends which is good which is good but it becomes a lot of small talk and a lot of mingling. Christmas is like, that's your immediate family, dog. That's that's whoever you wake up in the house with. That's Interesting. people you're just hanging out with all day. It's not the same just humans. close buddies. Uh, you could, I mean, I guess you could do like a Christmas Eve thing with family, but I feel like that's a lot more of a party. That's like an evening time thing. You're drinking, you're singing carols. It's a lot more merry. Thanksgiving yeah. is a daytime party. It's a bris with a turkey. <laughs> You're cutting off a turkey's dick, so to speak. And then yes. this year, Thanksgiving just goes straight into Hanukkah. Zero what? time off. Yeah, Thursday, mm. Thanksgiving, Sunday, oh, Hanukkah right. for I eight was, days. I was thinking about um, getting uh, getting Jillian uh, the gift of me having a haircut for uh, for uh, for Hanukkah. What do you oh, think? Oh wow! About so you that? arrive on a Sunday having had a snip snip. Mm-hmm. That's correct. A real life snip, or like, oh, you can't tell. It's sort of trimmed the edges. No, like a full on, a full on, full on, like short. Rewind it back to pre pandemic. Uh, wow. wow. So yeah. Wow, a March twenty twenty look. Yeah, yeah. Are you ready for it? Do you want it? Does she want it? Um, she doesn't ever pressure me to change anything about my appearance. You know, like when I have a huge beard, she's not yeah. gonna be like, "You should shave." But like, right. I know she can think it. Yeah, I and I can sense it. We have that yeah. kind of connection. She wants yeah. me to get the haircut because yeah. sometimes I don't know. There's just like times when it comes up where I like mention haircut, or she sees an old photo photo of me with shorter hair, and she yeah. she's kind of more enamored with that. Like I, <laughs> I say something about maybe I'll get a haircut, and her eyes brighten. So I know, I know she wants it. But you have to have a haircut that fits your new physique because now you have sort of like a, a thicker body that matches your longer hair. Really? Like you can't have just like a haircut and then also just a thicker body because last time you had a haircut, you were a skinnier guy. Do you think that I'm thicker as in like I'm more yoked? I think you have like more like beef strength now than you did like pre-pandemic. Mass. You think yeah, I'm stronger? Mass. You think I got, I got gains during the pandemic? Yeah, I would say you gained 10 to 15 pounds. I don't know if that's true though. Uh, it is true since, I mean, I don't know if it was all during the pandemic. I went down to a, a very lean 158. Less than um, me. 
less yeah that was for the but that was for my wedding and then i yeah. think i went up to like 165 maybe i'm at 174 now I'm oh wow sure. interesting so maybe it is 20 pounds yeah so you're you're getting a haircut that you had when you were 158 ish and now you're yeah. like 178 ish right so maybe i should just leave the i should just leave that long hair okay Good call. i didn't try to <laughs> i'll get her a fucking that. bracelet <laughs> you ruined jill's hanukkah I'll get her a fucking latka, a fucking potato <laughs> pancake. Then. A latka locket. <laughs> or you can um, shed the weight and get the haircut. Be the wedding mm. man you always promised to her that you'd be going forward. The weight is good, though. I like having the weight. The weight's You nice. like being thicker. Yeah, I want the beef. Uh, okay, speaking of beef, one of our first questions that we received on Twitter was from Shane MySweeney. Mm. Do you like... Brie. Yes. Do you like brie? Yeah, I do. That sweaty, sweaty cheese, the sort of centerpiece of every charcuterie is this chalky wheel that's melting before our very eyes. Yeah. You with don't a, need knife a knife that you, you don't just need see a, anywhere. A, fucking, a cracker with some structure on it. And that's all you need for the brie. You know, head gum, this is cheese gum. It's a sour, creamy gum gum. Uh, It's a a great cheese. I usually like, it's it's a little bit of a mild cheese. Um, I like a more pungent cheese. I like a stronger cheese. But you really, no cheese is bad in my eyes. I'm pretty discerning with my cheese. I don't love a lot of cheeses. I'm not a huge cheese cheese guy. If if, If you see a cheese board, are you excited or does that do nothing for you? Uh, it does very little for me. It's, I mostly, I'm into the, uh, meat and I'm mostly into the bread and then like I'll add cheese to that, but I'm not like grabbing a piece of cheese and just eating the cheese. Cool. Yeah. I love cheese. I also love the Do you like cottage cheese? Like would you eat a bowl of cottage cheese? Um, I don't think so. I don't think I would do that. It would, I guess it'd depend what was in it, but I don't think I've ever had a bowl of cottage. cottage. No, I have not. I actually think I might dislike it. I'm not big on the mushy, lumpy texture stuff. Yeah. Oatmeal? You're into oatmeal, though. I do like oatmeal. Okay, what about this? Have you ever purchased brie? Uh, yes. Like, you go out of your way to seek out brie. You're not just, oh, if it's at a party, I'll have some. No, I think if I'm like, I think I see a sandwich with brie on it, I'm not opposed to it. I feel like I've sought that out or like seen a sandwich with that as an ingredient been like that'll be good and i've definitely bought brie in in an effort to build a good cheese board but i don't think i've like gone to the i've never opened my eyes and been like you know what i need some fucking brie today today brie day i'm feeling (laughs) today gone tomorrow (laughs) give me that brie yeah (laughs) i don't think i really do that with any cheese though Yeah, I'm I'm fine on brie. I mean, just like any other cheese. I'd say the only cheese I like on a cheese board is cheese that tastes like meat, like a smoked gouda, where it's mm. like salty, meaty, almost almost a salami, but it's That's a cheese. That's good. Yeah. What about a crispy parmesan? No, not into it. Um, Dane Thompson asks Jake, how are you gonna how are you gonna compete this Thanksgiving when your sister just appeared on the best show on television? Joe Para talks with you. Wow. Yeah, that's true. That is. What's true. the story there? Uh, Liza was. Uh, Liza did a, my sister Liza Eliza Hurwitz is a comedian. Uh, you should check her out in New York City because she's great. I go to all of her shows. 
Um, and she was on the latest episode of Joe Parra Talks with, with You, um, a show on Adult Swim. She played a magician. Wow. wow. Is she like auditioning for that stuff or is it like the comedy scene just scooped her up because they knew about her and wanted her to be on the show? Yeah, I think she's like, she knows a bunch of people on that show. I believe they like wrote the part and asked her to do it because she's like on shows with all of the the alt comedians in that world. The, right. Uh, the Joe Firestones, the Joe Paras, et cetera, I see, et cetera. I see. So if you're funny enough, IRL, they'll give you the job. They'll give yeah. you the role. Right. Imagine if like um, Gabrus wrote a TV show and he didn't hate you. He would just be like, oh, I wrote this part that's perfect for you. Yeah. Well, it would probably be the other way around, like like how we put him in Lonely and Horny. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It was exactly like that. Um, that's cool. So are you going to bring up what, like NADPOD or live shows at Thanksgiving? Like how's your podcast doing? Um, I don't know. Figurines. I think... Yeah, I could bring up the the fact that I paint little minis to my dad, and he might be happy with that. But I feel like cool. it'd be probably ultimately better for me to just shit on Joe Para or like complain sort of about take the her show, down. say that it wasn't that good, yada yada. So I'll sort of yeah. just like I'll detract because <laughs> when I make people feel small, I am tall. I stand on their shoulders. They are lesser than, I am greater than. Um, so that's kind of the vibe. Um, yeah. I also do that when it comes to like cooking because like I'll just say the meal is bad. I'll, I'll complain. I'll say <laughs> my bed's uncomfortable. I'll just make everyone feel yeah. low. So I feel yeah. <laughs> So Shorty got low, low, me. low, feel low, low, low. Yeah, no, I, I really don't I like can't. your show. Boots I can't compete with your fur. I, I watched the episode; it was great, and she yeah. did great in it. Everyone should check it out. I want to. I want to see that. Um, I have a question from Sansa. Sansa okay. K. Okay. Uh, do either of you think that you could beat Dwayne the Rock Johnson in a fight on your own under these conditions? Ooh. His arms are tied in front of his back. You are equipped with your toothbrush of choice, mm. and the setting is Amir's house. Interesting. So it's sort of the rock kicking us, or trying to, and we can sort of stab his thighs with a toothbrush if necessary. Yeah. So he's got his arms tied. They said in front of his back, though. Do you think that means, like, in front behind of his... his that, okay. That means behind arms behind his back. Because if yeah, they're in I front of his so. back, I mean, game over. He can fucking... Kick single us. arm yeah raise it above so he basically can't use his arms yep he does he skip leg day i i feel like he's not that seen his, thick they down look, there they look like fucking stallion legs he looks like he's built like, like a horse he's like thick he is big he has good one of mass. his quads is bigger than your waist absolutely <laughs> but like i don't he know has a size 32 quad like, could he lunge? Or, like, yes. is he more like a guy that skips leg day? He could lunge. He doesn't skip leg day. You follow him on Instagram? He fucking, like... Yeah. I see a lot of his cheat day posts, and it makes me think, like, maybe... If, like, you want to... Like, my cheat meal is not even, like, anything. Because, like, he I like don't He, like, brings an elliptical fun. to Japan when he, when he goes there. <laughs> he, like, fl flies a gym really? into his hotel room. That's how hard he trains. Damn. He wakes up at 3, and I think he does lunges. I think I he does tennis squats. today. You play tennis once a week. <laughs> yeah. You play tennis one time a week. 
Yeah. You actually have a pretty bad diet and a bad <laughs> attitude. And you don't own a toothbrush, so I don't even know what you're going to use. I have a floss. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he could even with... I mean, if you if he has his legs, it's still game over because he's like six foot five. He has more reach with his legs than we do with our arms. I think could, if it's two on one, we could probably tackle him. If it's just me no versus way. him, I don't like my chances, obviously, I, unless he I don't skipped even, leg day. He didn't skip leg day. Stop <laughs> thinking he might have skipped leg day. He would kick you in the throat. Even if, <laughs> even if he didn't kick you, even if he didn't kick you, if he just ran at you in full force, he could mow you down. Imagine you okay, take a step okay, towards the okay. rock. You take a, a, a one brush. step toward Dwayne Johnson with a with a toothbrush, toothbrush. And it's like vibrating with your little quip. <laughs> All right, Dwayne, you're you're on you're in for it now. Oh no! Oh no! You're charging me. He's the Brahma but, Bull, baby. But I don't the, think you fucking stand up to that. But the setting is my house. Right. What's what does that do? That he's going to destroy your house afterwards? <laughs> a familiar like. I don't think we could beat Dwayne even if he had his arms behind his back and we had a baseball bat. I think no, he would still could, mow us no, down. I think he would hit, still mow could, us down. We could hit him with a baseball bat. I think I he, mean, he would, would kick. Yeah. He would dodge what us. Would he, if it was two of us, though, like he'd kick the shit out of one of us, break our rib cage, and then the other one would be like swinging <laughs> as hard as it could at his head with a baseball bat. Right. But if you if hesitate, two even of us for a second. So yeah. like if we have say if we have two of us we each have a bat. You take one step towards him holding the bat. He just charges at you. You're not ready for that. You thought that he would maybe cower or hesitate, but he doesn't do that. He's decisive. He has decisive action. He just and runs. And he skip like that, yeah. You trip over your coffee table. You fall back. The bat falls out of your hand. He just stomps you in the head with one swift motion. I'm trying to swing. I maybe get one fucking swing and I hit him in the back or I hit him in the head. He, but he has a, his adrenaline is pumping. He turns, he <laughs> looks at me, he raises the people's eyebrow oh, and wow. I just shake my head like I didn't mean to hit you. I didn't mean to hit you, Dwayne. And then he just fucking kicks me in the teeth yeah. and it's over. I don't think It'd be funny to like have There's us plan for 30 minutes about like how do we attack him from opposite sides and like what our strategy is. You get hit. I, I'm the one hitting with a baseball. And then it's like, all right, go. And then he just fucking kicks one of us to death instantly. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, he, shit. I, that was one on one right away. Two of us together could maybe do it if it all went perfect. But I think he, I trust his planning more. He takes one of us out instantly. Yeah. Game over. Game over for the other one. Okay, so let's add a third person. Me, you. It would have to be Billy. Okay, you think three of us can take him with his arms? I mean, at a certain point, if if he could just kick us to be almost dead, if not broken, then he yeah. could just do that one at a time. It almost doesn't matter how many of us there are. Well, I think, but I think three actually does it because three, he, say he just kicks me in the stomach really fast, takes me out. But as soon yeah. as he does that, he's got two guys on him with bats. Do we have, oh, we each have a bat? We don't have one bat for three people. I think you have to, because otherwise <laughs> he'll take the guy with the bat out and the other two guys are done. You need to have the bats. <laughs> okay, I have a bat. Billy has a bat. You have a fucking toothbrush. Right, so he yeah. would actually take, so I might survive because he would take you out. <laughs> 
because you're the bigger threat. He should really take Billy out first. Yeah, he should save his strength. Right. Like when he's That's, weaker, he should take us. Yeah. Out. That's true, and we would be fucked if he took Billy out first. And actually, knowing Dwayne, he—that's probably what he would do. He'd take—he would take the Billy out the strongest because I do think he beats Billy one on one, even with Billy having a bat and the Rock's hands are tied behind his back, and it's at your house. I think he takes out Billy, and then if we only have a bat and a toothbrush, then we're fucked because he can definitely take us out one at a time. Have you seen Red Notice? No. Okay. <laughs> I think I haven't seen it either, but it's always funny to me when he's like, I have some amazing news to share with you guys. It's the number one movie on Netflix. And I'm like, yeah, The Rock, obviously. It's fucking yeah. you. You like, it's cool for you because you're him, but like, there, I mean, I always expected it to be the number one movie. That's why yeah. Netflix gave it to you. That's not, you don't have to be, news. you don't have to express gratitude for that, Rock. To save your mana. Like, you're the biggest movie star in the world. It's yeah. also not an honor that you're the sexiest person. Like, I also sort of expected that to The right. Rock. No, like, that's no not success a you have exciting. is a surprise. <laughs> to me. <laughs> exactly. Until you run for president and don't win, I won't be surprised. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's uh, take a break, answer some more questions on the other side of these massages. Yeah. If you smell... La, 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 la. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. And we're back. 
Um, yo, yo. All right. No time for unsolicited advice. We have too many questions to get through. Yeah, we have not gotten through very many. We've spent a lot of time talking about The Rock. Yes. I still think three of us could take him down with two baseball bats and a pool cue and a toothbrush. Yeah, as long as he doesn't attack Billy first. As long as he skips leg day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What succession character are you both most like, says Andavant? Hmm. Oh. Roman, probably. It's tough. Yeah, Roman is the biggest sort of, like, sarcastic turd troll. Yeah. So I'll give me Roman, and you can be, I don't know, fucking Logan's assistant that's probably blowing him (laughs) (laughs) that's not bad i want i wanted to talk to you about something because i still like succession but i think the last two i actually have a problem with the last three episodes if i can be quite frank okay i'm caught up including on the character frank okay good and i love every episode so what's your what's your beef okay well my big beef with um the episode from three weeks ago and the episode from two weeks ago uh (laughs) that would be the episode where all of the kids gather in kendall's place to to talk about who's gonna join him uh yeah okay succession spoilers abound ahead yeah it's fine yeah but like Um, you really gotta watch yeah you can skip ahead but you might as well you might as well turn off this week's episode because i feel like i'm gonna be talking about this for a long time okay um so that that episode and then also the episode with the um with like the address the big like keynote the um oh the one where he has a uti and he's going kind of crazy yeah yeah um so i've the same gripe with both of those two episodes and that gripe is that nothing happens the entire time everyone ends up the exact same place that the episode started um it spins its wheel for wheels for an hour the end is you end up at the same place but i would still say things happened i think things happened but it didn't it was it did not need to be an entire episode i think that it's like it basically what is happening to succession now is it feels like executives at hbo said this show needs to last for 10 years and the writers were like okay so whatever we thought was going to happen in the middle of season three needs to now happen at the end of season three like what mm-hmm. we thought season three was going to be about actually has to be what season three and four is about now. That's my right. theory. It feels so like, like they're vamping. It just feels like Kendall, they're making it stretch. Yeah, which is what they had to do during that uh, big keynote address. Right. It, it was just they were waiting for things to get yeah, done. That was just the same joke over and over. It was just like someone's talking, but they have to vamp. Uh, it happened to Frank three times. Then Jerry had to do it. <laughs> yeah, they showed the video yeah it just kept on yeah. being the same the same joke and it was always like uh are they are they gonna um can we get a deal or is there are we going to a vote and it just goes back and forth deal vote right. deal vote no deal vote whatever and then but there were things happening in the background that were changing like the president is no longer going to be president and then they had to choose a new pres. they had a new candidate and now there's a new candidate so there is some forward story movement yeah but i think all of that stuff could have happened these episodes really stretched to be an hour while be doing the same thing over and over the fact that that whole entire thing took place throughout basically real time at that conference yeah i thought was a little much i still yeah. love well, the show i still loved yeah. it it's fun to watch even that the killing time is good 
Yeah, and the writing is fun. But it's like so, like it's like Game of Thrones to me a little bit. I like I, I'm starting to see how the, I'm starting. I, I feel like I see the puppet strings a little bit. Um, right. Lastly, this is this is my yeah. bigger gripe because I think it's going to be a oh. season long thing. Okay. I feel like the show is unique and creative enough that they don't need to make this new presidential candidate that they're going to back Trump because that's just what it is. They're, well, he's not quite Trump because he's like young and sexy and funny. Um, okay. I think that it's the idea is that it's the same. It's like this guy is um, a bad guy that we're that he, he's an um, autocrat who we don't know if we should back, but everybody's like, oh no, he's not going to win. Let's just back him. And it's like, I can yeah. see. I just can see what their intent is. I just don't yeah. want Succession's too good to make it about Trump. Yeah, and I think Trump is almost the guy that's in power now, the one that's like leaving, and then this new guy is sort of younger and funnier and hipper and kind of like an edge. He's like a Republican, um, Beto O'Rourke or something. I hope. I mean, young I guess, and hip and also conservative. I hope you're right, but it. It definitely feels like the theme of it is this is actually this guy's actually going to be a really bad fucked up president and we're going to have help put him in office and I think that's like what the what the vibe was with Fox and Trump. Yeah, well, that's why I think like the whole the whole show started at the beginning of the Trump right like that was like four or five years ago. Now this is theoretically the next president. Maybe. I just wanted to do its own thing. I don't like when so when succession is like a reflection of something that I already know is going on. Yeah. But it's always been kind of the Fox News of the fictional world. Yeah, but it was more fun when it was just about who's going to take over the company, not about like, yeah. oh, what if we back a president who's actually bad for the world? I don't care. Right. I just don't care right. about that. Yeah. That's definitely going to be a big part of the end of the... I mean, we're already on like an episode six or seven of the third season right yeah yeah but there's also this lawsuit that's happening and like will tom go to jail yeah and i love greg, that stuff greg be in trouble yeah that's the kind of thing that i want to see i want i want yeah. this stuff to happen i mean tom's journey is pretty insane too like him agreeing to take on all these crimes and meeting with kendall and talking to his wife and breaking down his journey has been very unique and forward moving yeah love, and not apolitical love tom i love tom he's great yeah <laughs> Yeah, there's there's so there's enough for everybody. Yeah, I mean, I still love the show. I just have a gripe yeah. with the last three episodes, but it clearly can do no wrong for you, and that's <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's still batting a thousand in mine eyes, of course. Although every TV show, you know, has those episodes where not a lot happened because they had to make ten episodes that season. Yeah, it just feels like it's been three episodes in a row for this show. Yeah, hopefully they kick it up a notch. Usually towards the end of the season, that's when it's like shit starts to get real. Yeah, you're right about that um let's see here so we're both roman is that what you're saying um i think so i think it would uh, I, yeah i would uh have to have to say so uh here's a question about secret santa and if one of us got jeff what would we give him that was from chili chilton from mm. canada jeff would be a very easy person to shop for because i feel like i know everything he likes and you could get him a very good gag gift pretty easily yeah would you go gag or would you go norm gag i would i would 100 percent go gag i think i'd get him you'd a have really, to go gag like a really stupid watch or something for something to sell in rodney's closet yeah or frame. So something gag but in the th 
in the world of of him real of jeff yeah, yeah. <laughs> in jeff's world something also he's going to be living in new york city for two months so maybe i could get him something something there right so you get him a silly hat not like a carhartt beanie or something exactly i'd get him a silly hat <laughs> <laughs> well, don't take my fucking gift idea because I thought of silly. Yeah, hat. what are you? What are you gonna get him? Because I already got him the silly hat. Well, he delivers food to my door that I often just don't realize is there and rots overnight. So maybe I'll get him like a trash can. So next time he orders me food, right. he could just order directly to a trash can and not like that's sitting on my <laughs> stoop. <laughs> he did. He got you a Yoshinoya beef bowl. Is that what he got you? Yeah, most recently he ordered me a, um, a not Guy Fieri, um, some sponsored Postmates. Maybe it was Guy Fieri, um, like wings at Wingstop with fries, and it just stood on my outside of my door for <laughs> while you were in New 18 York. Eighteen hours. No, it was while I was home, but they didn't ring the doorbell, so they just left it on my stoop. Just stayed there overnight, rotted. Animals got into it. I wake up and there's just garbage all over my front, like, <laughs> st- stair area. I'm so glad he... I guess he knows my address now, actually. He's been over, but... <laughs> he hasn't He hasn't attacked me in that way. Yeah, so you'll get him, get him a silly hat and I'd give him a garbage can. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, okay, Jenna asks... Do you miss living close to each other? Are you happier in your retros or in your respective locations? Whoa. I don't even think about where people live because I only see people on Zoom. Like, I see you more often than I see my friends that live in Santa Monica or something like that. Mm, yeah. Because we're like Zooming every single day. And it's not like I'm going to a lot of bars on the weekend or restaurants or parties. That's so. Right. The, the pandemic has basically made it feel like we're closer than ever. Yeah, but, I feel like I definitely see you more now. It's interesting because pre-pandemic, we were not living together and nobody Zoomed. I didn't have any yeah. like, face-to-face. Like, it was hard. It was, you had I to didn't fly have out any, to podcast. Yeah, but and like throughout the week, I would just, you know, not see you. Like we didn't have company FaceTime. meetings on uh, video. And then yeah. with the uh, the whole pandemic, we started doing that. Yeah. Remember when it was like really hard to set up like a company meeting? It's like, oh, you got to set up this wide camera and no one, everyone's in frame and no one can hear each other. Mm-hmm. Now, every, now everyone's together, but still has to hop on a Zoom on their laptops. Yeah, it's weird. I think actually I'm going to, I'm going to make a push, an internal company push for um, no more Zooms ever. What do you think about that? That's going to be hard because we still can't really all be in the same room. At the Which same is time. ultimately <laughs> fine. We never yeah. did it before. Yeah, but we were li- we were working in the same out of the same office mostly. What about that year that I lived in? Actually, two years where I lived in New York City, and you lived in Los Angeles. That was what two years do? before the pandemic. And I moved in February of twenty. Oh wait, maybe it was twenty nineteen. Actually, yeah, it feels fairly recent. Yeah, it was December of twenty eighteen. Actually, okay, so. So most but of your New York has been pandemic. No, a year and a half. A year and a half was no pandemic. Yeah, less. A year a and two less. months. Yeah. yeah, but now you're coming up on the more time to your mark. <laughs> yeah, more right. time so in the pandemic. More time now. in the pandemic than not. Interesting. 
but yeah, we we got it done. Everything was fine. We didn't. Yeah, did we do phone calls? How did we? I don't think so. Slack. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember 2019. Yeah, we maybe did. I think we just did Slack, man. I think we just did Slack. Which is why I'm going to make an urge for us to be off Slack too. We should just do phoners. <laughs> why does everyone have to see my face all the time? I don't got an office line. Yeah. And I'm going to get, do you have a, do you have a landline at your house? No, but I think I would get a lot of work done actually. If I could rather than FaceTime, if I yeah. could just like, if I had an office, I had a speaker phone. Oh, I just press the button and there's a voice talking to me on speaker and I could That's pontificate, cool. talk out loud, pace around. Kind of like a cool assistant. Yeah, exactly. Hold my call style. That's the life I need. Hold my calls. Somebody says, Amir is on line two. I say, tell him I'm at lunch. Uh, Are you? They say, no. They're like, "Uh, tell He says it's urgent. And I'm like, God damn it. All right, put him through. And then I say, what is it? And then we we talk. And then we hash it out. We get whatever (laughs) we need to done. And it's all finished in a 25-minute phoner. <laughs> you you just been watching Mad Men, so you sort of want to live in that world again. I'd also like to be having an affair. You commute to Manhattan during mm. the weeks. Sometimes you spend a night or two in the city because yeah. you're working late and you had clams for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I got trashed at noon. I can't so stress how many clams here. and martinis I had at 1 p.m. on Tuesday. Yeah, no, I, Don Draper must have constantly had diarrhea. So <laughs> That's a good tweet. If you ever come back. Yeah. Um, C-Note just weighs in. If you guys don't answer every question posed, it'll be another turdy for Blumenfeld. That's actually kind of true. So let's Why? try to get through some of these. Because you called for the lightning round Q&A and you knew we didn't have time. It's a long con on the, on the fans. Uh, our boy Al Jaleel asked us a question. Ooh, love Al. What's he say? He said, would y'all ever consider doing dramatic or non-comedic films? Uh... I would consider it. I definitely consider it. Do you consider NADPOD a comedy or is it just fantasy and thus because it's so out there and fake it is funny? Um I would Like are you guys trying comedy. to make jokes? Yeah, yeah, we're making jokes. But constantly. you're also sir you most of all you want to serve like the story above the comedy. I mean, I think it's a it's it's almost, I guess, probably story over comedy, but there's, it is a comic story that has powerful, heartfelt moments. Yeah. There are moments we take seriously, and a, a lot of the time um, it is, we're doing bits. Is all D&D in general mostly comedy slanting, or like there are people who get together for six hours and they just tell a story without laughter? It's like, that was cool. That was powerful. Like crazy shit happened, and now we're out of here. I think there's definitely an aspect to it that is just like, it's almost like a video game. You're solving a dungeon puzzle and people have their abilities. It gets super crunchy. You're playing on a play mat. Um, there's, there's definitely people that take it seriously and, and are not having fun. And then there, I mean, there are even like D&D shows that are pretty dry storytelling or not even dry storytelling, but dramatic storytelling. Would you like to do that? I don't think I would be able to do that because I don't think I'm a good enough Dungeons and Dragons player. 
Even after two years of practice? I'm better Maybe than three your, years at this point. Yeah, I'm better than most people. But I think what I excel at is the is the improv and the character and the story part of it. So if I was just doing like, I guess if I was just doing straight up dramatic role play, I could probably do that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know how to do like drama. I don't know how to act dramatically. I don't know what to write dramatically. Like that's that's the hard part for me. Is like all right, don't be funny and tell an interesting story. It's like, I, that's all I know is how to be funny. I'm not going to like write an interesting tale about two friends that mm. occasionally a joke might pop up. Is there a movie with no jokes <laughs> at all? Yeah, um, a, a movie with no jokes? There must be. Moneyball? <laughs> World War Z doesn't have joke. any jokes. Can I Google search that? What is a movie without any jokes? Like a movie so sad, there's no jokes. Like, is there a joke in Schindler's List? I don't know. Because you might want people to warm to some characters. There must be some kind of levity in certain moments. Somebody asked on Reddit three years ago, can you name any movie that has no jokes and is completely serious from beginning to end? Tree of Life. And there's, (laughs) there's some very funny answers here. What do, what do we got? <laughs> um, if I recall correctly, Valhalla, Valhalla Rising. <laughs> the Valhalla. Passion of the Christ. That, I believe. Dunkirk, question mark? <laughs> Possible. <laughs> Prisoners is pretty dark all the way through, but there's a few lighthearted scenes with a joke or two in the middle. Well, then why, did, why even answer? Why even answer? Someone says, are, are there any movies with no jokes? There's a bunch of answers. Then someone says, Prisoners is pretty dark, but has a few jokes. Somebody recommended The Road. And I just, just the fucking, <laughs> the poster for this film looks like it's offensively devoid of comedy. It's Vigo Mortensen in a, a hooded jacket soaking wet covered in dirt holding a little boy who's also really sad looking it's almost in black and white but not quite it's so muted this there's no way there's a joke in the road (laughs) i could yeah you would oh and also winter's bone is you're saying you couldn't write winter's bone (laughs) um no i'm i yeah i think i could direct a non- comedy i feel like Direct. that's what, essentially what i did with lonely and horny was i took a comedy and i directed it as if it were a drama or at least a <laughs> dramedy <laughs> yeah it just it it really allude like i can't even begin to think about what that would be writing a writing a movie that's devoid of any joke acting in a way without being funny at all mm-hmm. yeah it would even be by weird. accident once I feel like that would be a failure. If we wrote Winter's Bone, I think I would consider myself a failure. <laughs> really? I think that won an Oscar. So <laughs> that would be cool. that would be a good that'd be a good acceptance speech. If also if we wrote like if Winter's Bone didn't exist and we wrote Winter's Bone, do you think anybody would read it? It no. would ever get made? No like, fucking chance. It would not happen. Yeah. No way. No way. <laughs> we wrote this pretty No one wants to read script. our Winter's Bone. <laughs> Even if it was Winter's Bone. Yeah. Could we write a movie so dramatically good that it would get made is another funny question. Could we plagiarize 
a, a winter's bone and send it to an executive that hadn't seen it yeah and would they like it yeah is there a you know the world the movie where like the beatles didn't exist and some guy like was referencing the beatles or something yeah yeah i remember that movie so we do that but with winter's bone so That's it's good. just a movie about two guys that wake up in a world and having winter's seen bone. winter's bone <laughs> But it doesn't exist. We're like, I don't. We gotta fucking remember what. Ha- like, we just saw it last night. Let's just write it. Let's write this movie. It'd Nobody really else. Funny if, like, but it's Winter's Bone doesn't. We find out. Me and you find out Winter's Bone doesn't exist. We know we can write it, but you haven't seen it in a long time, and I only saw it once. <laughs> so we have to. We have to just try to recreate it. We have this very <laughs> muted secret power. Yeah. This is now we're writing a comedy again. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Our, <laughs> a comedy, by the way, with a premise that already existed with the Beatles movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, let's take another break. Come back. And we really got to answer some more questions. Otherwise, I'm going to win a fucking turdy. I agree. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh right. it's a it's they have 24/7 award-winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm-hmm. a professional-looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? boneheader.com boneheader it's like interesting that's pretty good yeah yeah it's like if you're a boneheaded person but you're doing a boneheader of move you know what i mean what about fitnessnah.com so it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness it's a movement about not going to the gym fitness it's nah. a it's an anti-movement really oh, it's a non-movement that's movement a, is anti-movement yeah. one anti-movement uh, seems i'll like have it should to be. check it out later actually let me look right now anti-movement.com is not available don't yeah. buy that one okay yeah, yeah. i wouldn't but so it's fitness more of a fitness <laughs> yeah it's more of a fitness <laughs> nah thing yeah uh, squarespace ai also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website they can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough mm-hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% Ooh. off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain thanks folks thanks squarespace delve into the shadows of the mind with sleeping dogs a gripping murder mystery starring academy award winner russell crowe now available on digital crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. And we are back. Brian Head 
writes, what's the most intimidating fruit? <laughs> it's got to be pineapple, right? Like, That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, it's really dangerous looking on the outside. Mm-hmm. And like once you slice it open and eat it, it's like it burns my tongue. Like it's yeah, acid. It's uncomfortable to eat. But tell me, what about a cocoa nut? A coconut's pretty hard too. That's a yeah. hairy, hard wooden nut. You can't get into that by normal means. A pineapple, oh. it's it's tough, but you can break that apart. A coconut, yeah. that shit, you will not, you need an axe to get through it. You could really yeah. maim yourself breaking into a coconut. And the fruit inside is not actually good. It's a bunch of fucking nasty water. And <laughs> Do you like coconut mealy? water? No. No. Do you like coconut like flavored desserts? I like the flakes. I could I put <laughs> I will put some coconut flakes on <laughs> You keep saying coconut. It's coconut. It's not cocoa. Coconut. 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 <laughs> coconut. Uh, I feel like I'm going crazy. <laughs> I'm going coconuts talking about it. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I like coconut flakes. Um, Ryan asks, how do you manage the Hold stress? On. I'm not done. I'm <laughs> sure we are. We had, we had pineapple. Because I had think the backup. watermelon is a little intimidating. No. Because it's heavy. Watermelon is easy. It's, it's fun. It's not easy it's to cut summer. your own watermelon. And there's a lot it's, left over. So it's a little intimidating because it's unwieldy. And you don't know what to do with all of it. I would and posit it's hard that watermelon is one of the easiest, most fun fruits to enjoy. Oranges are harder than that. You got to fucking really pierce it without breaking the fruit. Let's move on. <laughs> Ryan asks, <laughs> Davos DFSMTG, how do you manage the stress and anxiety in your life? What a real question. <laughs> it really is. How do I manage it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Do? Like... What does anybody do? They just sort of do it. Like, I don't know. I don't meditate. Mm-hmm. I guess I go for walks. I don't know. Is that stress management, anxiety management? Yeah. I think everybody, or at least I do a lot of different things. There is not one catch-all that is like, I'm stressed. I'm going to do this. Yeah. Um, I think There's medicine out, for anxiety. Yeah. I mean, if you have like crippling anxiety or very severe anxiety, there's like actual medicine. But I get anxious and I get stressed. Remember when I had my panic attack? Yeah. So I think there's throughout the day, there's different things that I do to help level any like mounting pressure. I think working out in the morning, uh, runs, bike rides, things where you can like expel or expend energy. Uh, and sweat things out that always feels really good right Um, i also manage my diet a little bit because i realized that one of the triggers for me feeling more anxious is like being hopped up on caffeine and not having eaten enough so i moved down to one cup of coffee and i make sure to eat enough throughout the day Um, so like you would get hangry slash anxious or anxious for short yeah when i had my panic attack i had had two cups of coffee and had not had lunch or breakfast i hadn't eaten wow so it's like a chemical your brain is racing yeah um so i drink water i eat at night i get like kind of blackout drunk or just like um i try to be kind of like that's a big one <laughs> every night i get every like blasted. night to be blackout <laughs> it's so dangerous 
It's not you um, managing your stress. That sounds like your stress is terrible. It also helps to talk to people. It helps to talk to people <laughs> is what I was going to say. Yeah. Shout out BetterHelp. Or um, any help, really. And a bath. Shower. Oh, baths are great. Yeah. Retail therapy. Sometimes you just buy yourself something. I lose myself in sports. I will turn mm. off my worrying brain and watch the fucking Tampa Bay Buccaneers play the LA Rams. I will watch the the Thunder play the Bucks. It doesn't matter as long as children are playing a game. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it. And you have cash riding on it, ideally. Yes, ideally I'd have some scratch to make it interesting slash Pinteresting in addition to mm-hmm. it being an anti-stressor, anti-anxiety medication. That's good. Jordan asks, what do I order at Bernie's? Is that still your go-to? Yeah, no, it um, it's it slowed down because of the disease initially. Bernie's was closed for a long time, but it is, it's open. That is, that's my local. I love Bernie's. Um, so where do you, what do you get? What should this person get? What should Jordan get there? You really can't go wrong. Uh, I think they're, I mean, I think their burger is in, incredible. Uh, you want to get the mod sticks for the table. Don't sleep on their uh, vinegar chicken, as it were, though, as well. Yeah. So, Unfortunate name. What do you mean? Just the the phrase vinegar chicken doesn't inspire confidence in me. Really? I, lo- I mean, it inspires a lot of confidence in me. I love salt and vinegar. Give me anything yeah, vinegary. I, I guess it's the word vinegar that makes me think that I won't like it. Maybe I you, will. Well, but if it sounds like you might not like it because <laughs> it, it does have that vinegar tang. Yeah, that that I like, and maybe you don't. What do you think is vinegar? Like, if I were to make it myself, how do you it's think also, I'm going about doing? It's that? pronounced vinegar. Really? Yeah, um, a coconut vinegar. <laughs> vinegar is an extract. Okay. Um. Of. Yeah. Uh, it's it's the vines. It's yeah. lemon. It's vines and rinds. Uh, interesting the lemon tree i would say it's like distilled and again i don't know what that means but distilled salt water so like Mm. it's salt water left out over time that it becomes almost thick and syrupy and let's look up what it actually is Uh an aqueous solution of acetic acid and trace compounds that may include flavorings okay so is it it's an acid is it man-made (laughs) <laughs> or can only gods make vinegar is vinegar naturally occurring? i thought vinegar was like something like olive oil or something yeah like you, like you just like something yeah. and vinegar comes out i think right. you just start with water and you do something to it i would think yeah um pasteurized vinegar varieties vinegar uses i mean it vinegar you can't search yeah. make your own uh okay i will do that how to make vinegar bitch that's really cool. You don't have to write bitch. Yeah, it actually made the uh, results super weird. Um, I, there's a YouTube video that is six and a half minutes long that has one of the most disgusting thumbnails of how to make vinegar at home. It does look like a bunch of orange rinds <laughs> wow, chlorine or something. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Guys, either making meth, vinegar, or a pool. All right, a, home ra- a homemade vinegar recipe. Um one and a half cups of dry red wine, uh, half a cup of raw apple cider vinegar, 
So oh. you, you're, it sounds like you already have vinegar. Yeah, buddy. if one of the ingredients is vinegar, that's cheating. Yeah, definitely. All right. Ingredients. Vinegar starter, a mother, either store-bought or homemade. So how do you make a fucking homemade vinegar mother? Ugh, now we're just 12 going fluid down ounces the, of wine or distilled hole. water. Or, okay. Um, yeah, it doesn't seem... It, look, man, you can't do it. <laughs> You can't make <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> what food cuisine you haven't tried yet that you would like to try someday? A, a food cuisine, an entire cuisine, a food cuisine. Um, that I would like to try someday. Yeah, what's remember, like the food that you eat with your hands, like Ethiopian food? Yeah, Ethiopian. It's good. I love Ethiopian food. It looks good. That's like I'll I think Ethiopian. it's funny because it's like basically our vibe. There's no. You know, you just like basically get a a ball of bread and dip it in different uh, like sauces and goos. It's great. Yeah, and um, the bread is good. The bread is yeah. uniquely good. It's a, it's spongy. What's it called? Let me. Look I think it it's up. called vinegar bread. Really? Yeah, Vinegar. Vinegar. Yeah, you're you're right. Injiras. Interesting. Okay. Anyway, that's one. The other one, yeah, I remember um, looking at when I was when I was super into uh, Anthony Bourdain. When I was watching all my Tony shows, um, he was on like the eastern coast of Africa, and they were like cooking this delicious looking fish over a fire, and I would want to eat that. Just east, fucking classic East African fish cuisine. Fish on a beach, man. That's my shit. Yeah, I I feel like you've had that before. Yeah, growing up but, in Connecticut. Yeah, but it's not the same. It's definitely yeah. not the same. Have I you ever fished? Like, yes, I have fished. Where did you fish? I fished. Um, I fished a bunch. I mean, I was like into fishing when I was a kid. My parents really? bought me a fishing rod. I practiced wow. my cast out in the oh yard. Oh my god! You I went casted to, with a rod? Yeah, I went to Brantford, uh, the Long Island Sound, and I tossed did you ever, her out. Did you ever? grab a fish and then cook it and eat it right then and there um i i've definitely done that later in life where i like went on a fishing trip with like my friends or my brother's friends or my cousins i'm gonna get you a fishing rod for thanksgiving and i want you to go deep sea the kind where it's just you alone in that wooden house i'm not super into fishing now so i I want to create a hobby for you where you would go to the house, the cold yeah. house. You I don't would dig want you through to create, the snow. It's weird, right? That you would create a hobby for me. It's this weird form of control that you seem to be into that I'm actually against. I doing. want you to owe me one. Yeah. I want I, you to change your life. I don't want due you to, to think about my free time. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Just picture me always busy. How's that? Don't worry about me. Picture me busy slash rolling. <laughs> um, all right, a few last questions. What's right. your phone wallpaper? Asked Eric Armin. It's hmm. pretty funny. It's been the same one for a very long time, actually. It's just a picture of uh, Half Dome uh, from when I went to Yosemite. It was in 2016. And it's actually basically always been a nature picture of Yosemite. 
I, that's cool. Yeah. It was one that I took on a trip with my brother back in like 2011. And then I went there again with Jillian and I replaced it with another newer photo. Mine is Pam Anderson holding cash to her tits. And on the bottom it reads, be the man because you are the man. <laughs> and guess what that? she's straddling? A Lamborghini slash Ferrari. She's and in the background. Straddling it? <laughs> yeah. Her legs, I think, are broken in this <laughs> Yeah, it'd have to And be. in the background is a fucking volcano and an eagle's fucking it. And at the at the top it says, Are you the man yet? <laughs> Say you are. It's a lot of text. Also weird, because if it's at the top, you'd like read that first. So it'd say, are you the man yet? Say that you are. And then later, as you as your eyes scroll down, you see Pam. Yeah. Then it says, be the man. Yeah. Like, Actually, mine is this picture of um, Avital and Marty playing basketball at HeadGum. Yes, I'm glad. That's a much better background than it was before, because it was just a, a photo of your front door. Yeah, you my, my joke <laughs> that it was your home screen. <laughs> That's right. My home screen was my home screen. Right. And then I which changed actually it. It doesn't work because that would it was your lock screen. <laughs> yeah. Which is why I changed it to a picture of a lock. <laughs> and I made my home screen. My home screen. <laughs> is your what is your unlocked screen? That's what it's really all about. It's just the Bank of America logo to remind <laughs> me that. Cash that you king. owe that you owe tens of thousands of dollars on a bad parlay it's it's a it's a mortgage payment late due and it's sort of a reminder for me mm, yeah actually i was thinking of funny uh lock screen yeah the lock screen is your vaccination pass so if anybody ever asks you just sort of lift up your phone and it's there it's kind of sad oh, to see, but it's smart. convenient. I did. I added mine to my wallet. Yeah, I was able to do no, that. I, recently if you add it to too. the wallet, it's just a double tap. So that's pretty yeah. streamlined. Double tap is nice, but what if it was, you know, yeah, just a straight up lock screen? But then you'd have to clear off all your notifications. Like imagine you you go to a bar, you walk there, they ask, show me your vax, and then you hold up your phone, and then you just like show all of your like uh you know badge alerts you don't want to see that you have to clear it's yeah it's actually less convenient than the than the double tap <laughs> my alerts are pretty embarrassing too yeah overdue right overdue bill all, all of them showing up over the be the man are you the <laughs> man yet <laughs> do you want to buy a new nintendo fucking wall mount like just weird fucking things that i signed up for months yeah. ago coming back to haunt my ass blocking pam <laughs> a blockchain notification lift i don't even use lift that much anymore but there's sort of somebody signed me up to be a driver so i get like mm -hmm. pings that like people you in the can area get signed up to be a driver that's awesome it's messed up it's a good prank. Um, all right. Do you have any final questions that you see? First international place you'll visit post-COVID? I think we asked answered that one before. Exo Jupiter. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I still don't know what it is though. I think I had. I think I said Iceland. I've been craving Iceland, but also I kind of want to go to Italy. So maybe there. But now COVID is fucking worse in Europe than it's ever been. What the hell's going on? Yeah. How is that possible? I I don't know. But are they, they should be coming here? Are the cases big or are the hospitalizations big? Because that's really what it's all about. The vaccine. Yeah. If the vaccines are working, the cases can go up as long as everyone's uh, doesn't die. Yeah, I th I think the cases are record, like highest it's ever been. But then places that have been vaccinated, it's like the 
the hospitalizations and the cases have uncoupled. But then there are some countries that are like us where it's not enough. It's just not enough, unfortunately. Yeah. Everyone, That's why I'm going to Orlando right. post-COVID. Just bring a Epcot bunch of doses. Center. See if you can just jab people while you're there. <laughs> you must be this vaxxed to get on the rides. Uh, last question. Do you have anything? Um, yes. When are you releasing your own crypto and NFTs? Oh, God. Way never. I Maybe never. I don't know. It seems like a really hard slash dangerous and... Um, controversial thing to get into is like creating your own NFT and crypto. Yeah, we joked about doing it when we got the rights to Jake and Amir back because there really wouldn't be anything funnier to me than making uh, one almond a <laughs> an NFT that is actually worth something. A <laughs> one of one. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe we'll do a single one almond NFT that somebody could buy and sell if necessary. Right. That's what I want. That's what I want to see. Uh, all right. That's it. Um, what was it? 27 questions up, 27 down, the perfect game. Something. Congratulations. Like yeah. Good on you. Uh, uh, happy Thanksgiving to those who celebrated. Happy holidays that are coming up. Happy December. We fucking made it. The end of 2021. I had to like Yikes. think about what year ended. I'm like, is it 2021? That seems kind of weird that it's going to be 2022 soon. Yeah. I think it's weird because like a lot of people, you know, you think that not a lot happened, but a lot actually did happen. We just have a weird way of processing things because of all of this. Yeah. Like I, well, I don't like think it was Pandemic and like, election are the two big benchmarks and everything else in between is like yeah. sort of um, amorphous blob. If we all sat down and like made a list, you'd realize that a lot of shit happened and 2021 might have even been a nice year for you. Whoa. So remember to do that. Okay. Write down the good stuff that happened. Yeah. And honestly, I think 2022, that's going to be the year. That's, that's like everyone was hoping that 2021 would be the year, but like 2022 mm -hmm. is definitely going to be every the year, year is going to. Yeah. There's always going to be ups and downs. 2020 yeah. had more, more downs than ups for sure. <laughs> to be but, sure. Let's just hope for the normal downs and ups in 2022. Doesn't have to be great. Just has to be nope. fine. Just yes. has to be fine. I'll take fine. I'll take fine in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. uh, I really like the opening theme song, which was the Kodachrome um, I know you did. Parody. It's your song. So let's play it again. William Atkinson. Uh, big man Billy from England. Thank you. Thank you for the Kodachrome. Thank you guys for the questions. If you got your own theme songs or questions, send them on down to if I were you show at gmail.com. Uh, still making new videos every week on our Patreon, patreon.com slash JA. Mm -hmm. Making new Jake and Amir episodes on at uh, jakeandamir.com. That'll forward you to our YouTube channel. So check those out as well. Correct. Thanks. Thank, thanksgiving to you guys for listening um, to nice. all these episodes, watching all the stuff. We appreciate it. We sure do. And we'll be back next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. What if I told you I was in love with a chipmunk And the guy who goes by Josh the Pinch If I were you, liquid nice, be my lover Shrew will meet me under the covers And teach me rule 69 at a rate I need help with 
in need of some advice, you could say, get Sally Mail if I will you show Gmail today. That was a HeadGum original. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. <laughs> AutoTrader.